All right, that music means it's time for our Miami Sports Pod. Will Manso, Clay Ferrell, Dookie Lang, and uh, we all just finished enjoying a Wade weekend that was really phenomenal, probably better than I thought it could all go, and not because I didn't expect it to go well. It's just how do you remember a legend like this in a respectful, fun way where it's not too over-the-top, it's not too forced. It all felt so natural starting with the event on Friday night, and it was almost like a big roast. And Saturday, obviously, with the retirement of the jersey and the number three, and then Sunday, the unveiling of his documentary and all those things. Guys, I thought... uh, it was perfectly done, and there have been people that have joked, you know, even Dwayne himself on Friday. It's a little narcissistic of me that I've been wanting this for a while, but, but man, I wanted it, and I told the organization that, and knowing that this has been coming together for a while, I can't imagine it could have gone any better. It was perfect. You, you said the word perfect, and I think it was perfect, and Dwayne's a rock star, and I don't think we're surprised by that, and yet to watch someone who – is an NBA basketball player by trade. I mean, you know, the three of us and, and Will and me on on one side of the camera and, and Dookie on the other side for many, many years, we have training in this. I mean, that, that like literally we went to school for this. And, you know, me, it's 18 years now, 19 years in the business. Will, what, 21 for you, 2021? Yeah. Um, and Dookie right up there. And yet – I, I can tell you, I don't think any one of us could have walked in there and and pulled off the perfect speech like he did on Saturday night. So, like, you're sitting there, you're like, okay, this guy is obviously clearly much better at basketball than any of us will ever be. He's much better looking. And he walked up there, and he did something that should be I, I, part I of I our... I say he has a better looking wife because our wives listen, so I'll right, just leave it at that. Enough. Has, Mine doesn't. He has a lovely wife. I'm not, I, know, I love my wife, but she doesn't listen but, but, I mean, seriously, like, he walked up there, and he did something that could potentially be part of our job description better than any one of us could have done it. So I'm sitting there like, perfect. Perfect was the absolute uh, best word for this. And that was Saturday night. And in all honesty, I thought Friday night was the best night out of all of them. Yeah, I agree. Friday was a roast. It was great to see the players. I think that's the best part of the weekend to me. Look, Dwayne, we knew, was going to embrace this. Uh, Dwayne, we knew, was going to love every moment of it. But the players, his former teammates, the current Heat players, guys that came back, you know, to see him, Darrell Wright and those guys. I mean, it was just so loving and fun. And to see UD unleash on Friday and the Zoe and all those things, it just shows you why. I know that Dwayne said something, Dookie, and I don't know if you agree with it or not, but he, I think he was trying to be humble about it. He said, look, I, somebody asked him about being on the Mount Rushmore and being yeah. really the top of South Florida sports. Yep. And he says, ah, you know. Like I replace someone in that on that list of, that people make, someone will replace me one day. Man, whoever that someone in has got a hell of a tough job. Yeah, nobody's going to replace Dwayne Wade. I think what struck me the most this whole weekend was he's a 38-year-old man. Like, he came to South Florida, a 22-year-old kid, and he left a 38-year-old man. Yeah. And, you know, pardon the analogy, but right... Every time you do a kind act or you do something great, you sort of plant a seed, right? You plant a seed of adoration. You plant a seed of respect. You plant, you, you sort of dig in and you plant seeds. And I think over the course of 16 years in connection with South Florida, we saw so much of the foundation of what Dwayne planted in the hearts of sports fans, in the heart of the community, the countless selfless acts that he had with his family, admitting his mistakes, moving forward from his mistakes, and just to collectively see everything that he planted bloom at Mm -hmm. the same time. 
you don't get that kind you don't get a county you don't get that kind of love without really really planting i mean this is just one of a million examples but we did a story many years ago i believe there was a young child who went in the street chasing after a basketball got hit and killed Dwayne saw it on the news reached out wanted us to put him in touch with the family went and brought a ball to the mom that's a seed that's a seed that that he connects to everybody around that yeah. family that act of of kindness it just well, we spreads. saw that seed grow. I mean, with the tragedy in Parkland, yep. the, the way that he went to the school yep. and and was there, and and didn't just show up to the school and just okay, that's it, that's the photo op. He's there. He continued to connect with those parents and families, and he yeah, and you saw share. them there Friday night. Yeah, and there were it it it, it shows you the kind of person. I will say this: the, the greatest thing to me of all of this is you know you always i think everybody has a personal story that they tie themselves to something like this to something with history right if you where were you when this happened right where were you with well i think of Dwayne's career like where was i the first time i met him okay after draft night and they made him available that next the next few days and then covering in his career and seeing him my biggest impression of him is the growth and he said after the after the jersey on saturday night went up he said look i've made mistakes i've learned from those mistakes i will make more mistakes but I am moving forward and learning, becoming a better person. And if I could say anything about Dwayne Wade is, look, we could talk all day about his basketball. He's one of the greatest players of all time. I forgot who it was exactly said it, but they said you couldn't write the history of the game without Dwayne Wade. I forgot who said that on Friday night because there were so many great thoughts, but one of his former teammates said that yeah. about him. And it's true. You couldn't write. Oh, it may have even been LeBron. I'm not exactly sure. One of the video messages, yes. one of the messages, you, we couldn't write the history of basketball without Dwayne Wade. And you can't but the history of south florida as far as the impact of a sports figure and the philanthropy and the connection the growth that he had when he came in if you would have told me at 21 22 years old when he came in the first time i ever saw him and he was introduced to south florida and you told me that this was what he would become as a person and not as a player but as a person as an icon i would have said yeah good luck with that man not that Dwayne doesn't look like that kind of guy but that's that's almost impossible to have that kind of legacy Yet here we are. He has that kind of legacy. That's who he is and who he's become. And like he says, there's still a second act to follow. Yeah, you know, he had the commercials earlier in his career, and it, it became a saying earlier in his career where he said, my belief is stronger than your doubt. And Jay Crowder tweeted that saying, that's my new motto. I think, you know, it's been mine for a long time. And it's, you know, in terms of when I think of Dwayne Wade. They told him, you know, that that he wouldn't be able to bring a championship here. They told him he couldn't play with Shaq. The Heat were down 0-2 in the finals, down 13 points in the fourth quarter. They, they counted the Heat out. You know, look at his background, where he came from, the difficulties in his childhood well, that he had to overcome. Well, anybody who's the documentary, you I know, mean, if you get a chance to watch it, it is a lot about what he had to overcome. And so, for someone who had that many obstacles to just keep going and the way he used to play when he was younger he got knocked down he used to get into fights with photographers like clay you know get on the <laughs> well, baseline he did, he did say you know hey knocked out. he said it on saturday he said knock down you know seven times get up eight times, whatever that that whole thing that he would say and i yep. thought yeah well one time clay knocked him yeah down. <laughs> so clay was one of the eight times <laughs> i mean technically he was kind of already falling right yeah. so i mean do but i really clay just shoved him a forearm shiver form, that was one of the most the most physical you know you think of all the the, the big series the goons he's had to deal with preservation God. by man. the way we got to remember that there's speaking of greatness our sponsor today vera motors when you spend your hard-earned money on a car go to a place with a reputation i promise you there's no business in the state of florida with a better reputation than vera motors vera kind of like new york gmc pembroke pines the vera family has been serving south florida for 60 years for the best deal in South Florida, the best service, Vera Cadillac Buick GMC. Vera Cadillac Buick GMC, 300 South University Drive, three miles north of the stadium, Pembroke Pines. And, you know, when I look at the Heat organization, too, uh, Pat Riley was very reflective this weekend. And I thought what was interesting from Pat is Pat 
wasn't always this way. I think Pat is always so geared toward winning that the focus is on that. For him to stop, you know, the playoff chase with 20-plus games left for the Heat, and they're in that top four seed, and they're battling for home court in the first round, all these things. And for Pat to dedicate this weekend to Dwayne the way he did and to do that, again, it it shows you the impact. Dwayne Wade is the Miami Heat franchise in many ways. You know, he, he you wouldn't have a Miami Heat franchise. We talk about the Arisons and, and Pat Riley coming. If they don't make that decision to draft Dwayne Wade, who knows where this Heat franchise is? It may not be the, the one of the standards of the NBA and in sports, but I thought that was phenomenal what they did. And I, and it, I, it brings to the next thing. I wonder how much Dwayne, and Dwayne touched on, touched on a little bit on Saturday. He said, look, I'm not going to close the door and return to the Heat in, in an executive type of way, but right now I have a lot of things in mind. I think there's no doubt in my mind Dwayne's going to be back in this organization, I would say, in the next five years or so. Well, let me start with Pat Riley because I, I, I thought this whole thing all happens because Pat Riley realized that he screwed up. And, and so many times, and I say that as a compliment because so many times you see people who are, are great at what they do, really, really good at what they do, they have trouble recognizing when they screw up. And, and figuring out how to fix it. And what I think happened with Pat Riley, and look, let's go back to, to when he left for Chicago. It was okay. Uh, we know that Dwayne is, is in the twilight of his career. You know, if it's a couple more years, yeah. he's, he's not going to be the player that he was, yet he's going to want to be paid like that. And look, we got a salary cap. And so he looked at Dwayne Wade as a salary cap number. And I think what he has since learned was that what, what Dwayne Wade said after he let relationships matter, people. And, and so I think what we've seen now with, with Pat Riley was, okay, the mea culpa, the, the meeting with Dwayne Wade and, mm-hmm. and realizing, look, we got we to gotta put this behind us. Then bringing him back from Cleveland and then making everything right. And look, I, I do think a lot of that was because it was the right thing to do and because it was for the good of the Heat franchise as, as far as optics and all of that. But look, let's be completely honest here. Jimmy Butler is not here if he doesn't bring back Dwayne Wade. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't think they're going to be in the running for these free agents in the next couple of years or guys who want out if they don't bring back Dwayne Wade. And I don't think that Pat Riley did this because no, he no. wanted to in get his the pre- heart. He hated the way it ended with Dwayne. And, and and I think, but what I think it is is it goes back to what Dwayne said: relationships matter. Mm-hmm. And, and I think Pat Riley, instead of viewing this now as as strictly business or personal, I think he kind of realized, you know what, sometimes sometimes if you do the right thing, then the business stuff's going to follow, and you can't just look at, at players and people as, as cap numbers. And this whole weekend happens because of him kind of recognizing yeah. that, that original mistake and making it right. What I love, too, about Dwayne, and it's, you rarely see it, not just in athletes in this situation like this, but in life in general. You know, you have an ugly breakup like that, then you get back together. Dwayne doesn't reference anything negative when it comes to the Heat. It's true. You hear him say one bad thing about the Heat? Not, not at all. Not now or not when he's doing TNT work or not when he's, t- doing, when he's tweeting or when he's on Instagram, whatever. He has this affection for the Heat that, that – they help make him the person he is and to learn the structure and the heat way and the culture and the values. I talked to Gabrielle Union on Friday and she said, you know, we, we talk so much about the heat culture, right? But that's a life culture too. And that Dwayne has taken that to his his charitable work. He's taken it to his family life of building a culture of trust, respect, and love that you work together through the good, the bad, the ugly, whatever it may be, and it's made him a better person. So it's not just heat culture. It is a true feeling that you have. And Dwayne, at all moments, referenced that as part of what he learned with the Miami Heat. And I think the absence made the heart grow fonder. I think one of the things that struck me during his speech 
was that he thanked every aspect of the people who work at the American Airlines Arena during a game day, from the business office to the marketing office to every every part of it, because he gets it. He understands what the Heat organization is. In terms of him coming back, when he would come back, how he would come back, I think what I've noticed about Dwayne Wade's next act is how serious he is in his pursuit of everything that he does. Reminds me a lot of everything I read about Kobe. I want you to keep going, but what's interesting, he was asked about Kobe, and as much as he has talked about the love that he had for Kobe and how hurt he is as all people that knew him, and even people who didn't know him, are the loss of Kobe, he said, I'll tell you this, Kobe was teaching the way and leading the way, but I'm not doing this. This wasn't something triggered by Kobe's death. I had this second act. Kobe inspired me. It was part of that inspiration. So Kobe's death didn't necessarily change the path. It just showed him, I have to continue that path that I've been trying to work on as a second act that Kobe was perfecting in the way he was doing as a second act. So with Kobe, right, it's the Mamba mentality. It's that ultra-focused, hyper-competitive, but he applied it on the basketball court. He applied it, it appeared, as a father. He applied it when he he won an Oscar. He applied it in the world of business. Mm -hmm. And Dwayne... That culture you talk about, the heat culture, it appears that he's applying it in everything he's doing. He takes his TNT work very seriously. He's taking this documentary very, very seriously. He went and had fun. He made a rap song. He was good. He doesn't want to put himself... He, he tied up. himself with Rick he's, Ross, by the way. A very good... So see, he, he does things right. He's been yeah. conscious of his brand. As we've watched him grow, that's one of the things we've noticed. He's always had a great team around him. He's had He's built a support structure to make sure that when Dwayne puts his name on it, it means something. Take all that back to the Heat. When's he going to come back to the Heat? In what capacities is he going to come back to the Heat? He's not going to come back to the Heat to do community events. He's not going to come back to the Heat. He's going to come back to the Heat to be Pat Riley. He's going to be an executive, yes. He's, he's going to come back to the Heat. He's not going to come back to the Heat unless he's going to be in an impactful, serious, way up there, maybe ownership capacity well, maybe talked about that maybe a Derek year. Jeter sort of role yeah, like yeah. I I, th- I don't think I don't Dwayne's not coming back for the for the adulation he got that this weekend if Dwayne comes back to be in the heat he's going to oh, be I in the heat because he he hasn't done anything in a half sort of way since he's retired and, and can I say one thing that I think would set him apart from Michael Jordan you know because everybody's going to look at this and say oh well you're gonna you know, so many great players have come back and failed as executives mm-hmm. in in a number of sports and what I think is different about Dwayne is is what we've seen from him since he retired it's the relationships and and the friendships and how he still builds those bonds with people. Michael Jordan couldn't stand his own teammates. I mean, he would get in fights with his own teammates, and not the not just the kinds of fights where you know. Then later on, you you know your your buddies and all that. Like, no, I mean, he was what? I mean, the old story goes, what did he punch Jud Jud Bushler in the face or something? I mean, there's like all these stories about there whether they're true or not. Um, Steve Kerr talked about, but I think what what Dwayne would do as an executive is is kind of transfer that mentality that look we're not just going to, to be out there and and yeah we, we would have somebody like Andy Ellisberg if he came back when when Andy was still here or, or an analytics guy like Shane Batty it's going to be that but it's also going to be the fact that you can't just be the shark mm-hmm. all the time you can't just be looking at the cap space 
all the time because ultimately you're going to have to finesse when you get in those rooms and and you've got these guys who are going to get max contracts wherever they go and something is going to make the difference and and I think what Dwayne realizes that that frankly I I don't know that Michael Jordan has ever realized Mm -hmm. is that you, you got to build those bonds. You have to have well, those that, relationships. Well, that is the player empowerment era, right? Yes, and Dwayne, absolutely. Dwayne he's, is a product of that era, yes. and Michael was the the and, product. And of you know what? Not being friends. No, and it's a great point. And he can look at these guys and say, "Look, man, I remember. <laughs> I remember when we formed the Big Three. People were not happy with us. I mean, we went everywhere and we got well, booed. When they got Ray Allen, people weren't happy yeah. with, with Ray Allen or with the Heat because oh, you're getting no. the ball. You're the guy who beat you. Now you got to you know you got to go run to them and the people who beat you and vice versa and all these things. And to your point Dwayne said the other day that among the many calls and messages he got he got a text from De- uh, Donovan Mitchell a text from Devin Booker from the young generation that you know really looks up to Dwayne because he has extended that arm and said hey come here let me teach you and if you ever have a question call me mm-hmm. text me it doesn't matter I'm there for you and these young players look at that and say wow Dwayne Wade a, a future Hall of Famer one of the greats of the game cares about my game and you don't by the way you don't have to be as good as donovan mitchell or devin booker it could be a young player who's maybe not as good as that that have come to Dwayne for advice and and any kind of and get any kind of anything they could learn from him and he's there open and willing to do it so to your point those relationships are not only going to matter now they're going to matter in the future with these young players and eventually the players that he do want to sign at Dwayne's around you said Jimmy Butler. I agree with you 100%. Jimmy's not here if not for that relationship with Dwayne. Dwayne sold them on what Miami was about. Jimmy heard this over and over and over. It's like, what is this heat way? My goodness. And he had so many bad situations. He's like, I want that. I want to be in that heat way. If Dwayne raves about it and this is what made him the player he is, I want to get that chance. So I do see that coming in the near future. And when I say near future, I say three to five years. I don't mean next year. I mean, in the next few years, I think Dwayne will work his way back home. You mean after the heat win their next championship yeah. and Pat Riley rides off into the sunset and there's a, a parade a, a down management the void oh, there. Way, to, to Dwayne's credit, he said it. I, I believe him because I remember him talking about it. He's the first time he saw Bam at a bio. In, in, he said this kid's going to be special i said this is kid from a basketball perspective the sky's the limit i'm not sure that everyone agreed with that i think a lot of people thought that bam was a great athlete could he really develop a jumper could his ball handling really be good and, and could he facilitate he's having historically one of the better seasons when it's all said and done how many players are going to have 17.10 rebound five assist averages over the course of a season not many and certainly not at 22 years old Dwayne wade is the best recruiter in heat history Okay, if you go through Heat history, he is the bridge that links all of the Heat past, all the Heat future. He connects the Alonzo Mourning, Tim Hardaway era by bringing Zoe into 2016. He came back from New Jersey. He he is the reason Shaq came here. I will never forget when Shaq first came here and he said, this is Dwayne Wade's team. And I was like, but you're Shaq. Like, who is this? I, with, respectfully, like... And uh, didn't Shaq finish second MVP that who, year, too? Who, yeah, he and, and he kept saying, team this is Dwayne yeah. Wade's team. I was like, well, that's that's an odd thing to say, considering you're the legend and this is a the, mm-hmm. the, the kid. And then the big three era, we know how central his sacrifice was in bringing everybody down here. And then even in leaving, he left, he left a team together. And so Dwayne has been the central point of the Miami Heat franchise. And Dwayne is responsible for three championships. And that's why, Will, when you talk about that Mount Rushmore of South Florida sports, or, yep. I, there's there's nobody, nobody. And, and, you know, I'll just take an example of Dan Marino, okay? 
And it's not about the championship rings, and Dan's great, no question. But there is not a place in the world that Dwayne can go and not be recognized. His global stardom is bigger. NBA players, uh, it's just, new, it's you just, mentioned the empowerment. NBA yeah, players player empowerment a, era. Yeah, there's, the, you, there's, not a, there's not a restaurant in the world that Dwayne Wade could walk into and not get recognized. Dan Marino could happen... It could happen in the United States. It's just not, they're not on the same. Well, that, yeah, you're look. talking from up, and that, and that is, look, the sports are different. The eras are different. Yeah. I get it. And, and everybody wants to compare. To I'm not me. trying I'm not to trash you, Dan. I'm not saying you're No disrespect, as I like to say. Yeah, of course, which means you're disrespecting <laughs> Dan Marino. That's what, the highlight the podcast. We'll call it the headline. <laughs> that's, that's what we're going to call it. Dookie disrespects Dan Marino, a Wade legacy. <laughs> yeah. And Wade's better. There, yes, I said yeah, it. No, I mean, Dan's impact will forever be felt. I mean, it, look, wherever he it goes. It set us up for Dwayne the, Wade. The, the, the cheers, the ovations he gets everywhere he is i mean he's, he's south florida history i mean he's he's a legend he's an icon so is Dwayne wade they're up on that mount rushmore bam's you know, a better 13 <laughs> this Dwayne wade legacy podcast brought to you by our good friends at vera motors when you spend your hard-earned money on a car go to a place with a reputation i promise you there's no business in the state of florida with a better reputation than vera motors vera cadillac buick gmc pembroke pines the vera family has been serving south florida for 60 years for the best deal in south florida the best service vera cadillac buick gmc Vera Cadillac Buick GMC, 300 South University Drive, three miles north of the stadium, Pembroke Pines. Boy, three miles north of the stadium, and this podcast went south late. <laughs> it's <laughs> rare that somebody says something here. We love you, Dwayne Wade. Thank you so much. We can't even recover. Except for Dookie. <laughs>